Hey, welcome to Songs You Should Know, episode 21. 21. And this one's 21. We're legal drinking age now. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> this one's about the traveling Wilburys. Yes, it is. And um, I'm Jimbo. And I'm the Mixter. And we're coming to you from the Songs You Should Know World Headquarters. Located in a secret bunker in central Minnesota and from our satellite office in Branson, Missouri. Yeah. We can't tell you exactly where the world headquarters is located in central Minnesota for security reasons, namely for the protection of our priceless vault of classic music. But we can tell you that you can see Lake Wobegon from here. Yes. It's all This this is one that we promised Dad that we do we would do a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta tell you, he's not gonna like that I put Tweeter and the Monkey Man in there. <laughs> no, he uh <clears throat> let's, we'll, we'll, we'll be honest with the listeners. <clears throat> he skips over <laughs> He skips over the Bob, the Bob Dylan, Dylan tunes. <laughs> he does. <laughs> That's why he'll like the first I, one. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I can't. I can't believe that this group actually got together and did the stuff they did. But uh, I know that, Dad. I'm sorry. I know that you, you're not going to like Tweeter and the Monkey Man, but I'm like that is the most obnoxiously awesome song. <laughs> I agree uh, on that album. <laughs> but we'll talk about that one. Later, because I actually have some, maybe some questions on that song, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, I actually have, here, I'm answering a text. Look at that. Hey. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> Stay focused, man. This is why it takes I'm us so not. long to do shows. <laughs> I know. Oh, okay, so end of the line. Was actually okay, so it's the last song on the album, but it was the it was released in October of nineteen eighty eight. So it's a final track, and so they put it, you know, as the end of the line. But um, everybody except Bob sings on that song. <laughs> That's not me clapping. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, George Harrison, Jeff Lynn, Roy Everson, they sing choruses in turn. They keep turning around things. And Tom Petty sings the verses. You know, at that time, Tom Petty was like the young punk. He was. That they're like, well, they're like, why is he here? <laughs> and it's like, because he's Tom Petty. 
That's right. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, um, it was mainly written by George Harrison, and it was assigned to his publishing company. Although, because of the collaborative nature of what they were doing, all of them got writing credits on everything that they did on the, on the album. So, um, and by the time the music video came out, George Orb or <laughs> Roy, Roy or <laughs> George, George. Roy. yeah, <laughs> Roy had passed away, and so they actually just had a rocking chair there for him. I remember that on the video. Now that you mentioned that. So and that so whenever his vocals are heard, they 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 go to his um, go to the chair, his rocking his rocking chair. Yeah, and of course they they all had unique names for each other. <laughs> they did. So Nelson Wilberry, which is George Harrison, he's a lead vocals, uh, and on the first, fourth, and seventh choruses, he plays acoustic, electric, slide, and backing vocals. Then there was Charlie T. Wilberry Jr., which is Tom Petty, because he was the junior. Lead vocals on the verses, acoustic guitar, backing vocals. And then there's Otis Wilberry, which is Jeff Lynn from uh, ELO. Uh, lead vocals on the second, fifth, and sixth choruses, acoustic and electric guitars. He played bass on this and backing vocals. Then there was good old Lefty Wilberry, which is Roy Orbison, and he's uh, got the lead vocals in the third chorus, acoustic guitar, backing vocals. Then there's Lucky, Lucky Wilbury, little Bob Dylan. He's just credited with backing vocals on this one. And then there was Buster Sideberry. Is that Sideberry? Was that a typo? <laughs> no, that, okay. that, was actually his, that was actually his credited name on there, yeah. And that's good old Jim Keltner on drums. And if uh, you are familiar with any kind of music from the 70s, Jim Keltner was well well used <laughs> by many people. Oh, yeah. And the, the song only made it to number 63. <laughs> I'm like, man, that was a good song. It was a good anyway, song. Anyway, so the, so the song's about the, the cycle of life, you know? It's all right. We're here <laughs> until the end of the line. <laughs> That's it. Pack them up, boys. We out. All right. So, um, I don't know that anybody's ever actually covered this song before. Not that I know of. I mean, in uh, has it been used in any movies or soundtracks or? Well, the end credits of the final episode of uh, um, One Foot in the Grave. That was a British okay. um, British show. They, they use that, and Parks and Recreation used it, actually, in the, in the uh, final credits, too. So I have to watch when, that they, when they signed off. But, um, oh. And Tom Petty used to cover it live quite a bit. But... Um, yeah, that's about that for that. <laughs> there we go. 
I'm trying to think of something witty to say. take a break we'll be right back yeah because you know sooner or later we'll have sponsors and they will put commercials in here <laughs> they will try and sell you stuff that you don't need <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh can't tell the sponsors that oh don't say that oh no no that's it we better edit that one out <laughs> we love you sponsors you know we you know we're going to roll right into the next one, right? Okay. We're rolling, baby. <laughs> Is it because we have no sponsors? Being beat up and battered around Being sent up and I've been shut down You're the best thing that I've ever found And Reputations changeable, situations tolerable. <laughs> you realize that the record company wanted just a throw-off single, just just some sort of backing track for George Harrison to put on to a single. And they went, oh, this is too good. <laughs> we can't we can't put that on the backing track of a single or so that that led to the Wilburys being recorded because it was like, oh, this is too good. We you just can't do this. <laughs> yeah. No no. Yeah, so so yeah, Warner Brothers wanted him to to put a, a backing song. I think the the tune that George Harrison was putting out was called "This Is Love." Yeah, and they they just wanted some sort of you know filler on the on the on the backside. And then they were like, "Oh, we we can't do that." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So do they basically get together because Jeff Lynn was producing or, or helped produce uh, George Harrison album? Is that how that kind of Yes, he was producing George Harrison and then he had to go he had to go get his guitar from Roy? Was it was it from um I don't know. Roy Orbison just wanted to sit in. He's like, This oh. sounds interesting. I would just like to sit in on that. I'm just hanging and, out. Um, <laughs> and then uh, then he's like, well, my guitar is over at Tom Putty's house. And then he's like, I got no place to record. And he calls up Bob Dylan. And Bob Dylan's like, well, you can use my garage. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's, that's how it all came together. <laughs> you know, people... <laughs> People have to understand that musicians <laughs> are just like 
normal people. It's like going to borrow, you know, somebody's lawnmower or something. It's like, oh, yeah, who, yeah. who else is hanging out? Well, Roy's over here. and Oh, okay. Yeah. I left my guitar over there. Can I come back and get it? Sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and it, it, I just find this interesting because so – so Tom, of course, he was working with Jeff Lynn too, uh, in in a garage studio in Malibu. <laughs> That's, yeah. So so what? He, it, it's probably not a normal garage in Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I didn't know Malibu the, had garages. The, the story is that none of the stuff was set up. Bob Dylan was like, "You can come use my garage," but it's like there's a whole bunch of stuff in boxes. <laughs> And it's like, it wasn't even set up to record. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's what it was. So, yeah. So George had to go to Tom Petty's house to get his guitar. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the deal. And, uh, and then they had to get the Bobs to record because they didn't have a place to record. So I got a garage. Come on down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah um so harrison said that he started writing handle with care <laughs> with a section in mind for orbison to sing i mean he sort of started it thinking that you know roy orbison should should sing on this and that's how roy came on board and um so it just happened. It's just like these guys just got together and they did it. And uh, so, yeah, that's what they do. So, <laughs> so the lyrics were the result of a group effort. So Harrison asked Dylan, who had been tending a barbecue <laughs> for the musicians. So Dylan was grilling for them. He I said, gotta see that. He said, "Give us, give us some lyrics, you famous lyricist." <laughs> wow! And that's how Bob Dylan got to write part of that song. <laughs> and then Dylan, Dylan asked for a, a title for the song, and so Harrison looked around. He looked in the garage, and there was a box that said "Handle with Care." <laughs> And that's that's how the song came about. <laughs> and that's the meaning, kids. <laughs> that's that's how it all works. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. all uh, all five all five musicians uh, assisted in the in writing, as, as you had said, and sang and played acoustic guitars on the basic track. Then Harrison said that uh, he already. You know, ha- having planned Orbison se- segment, he decided to also include the portions that were sung by Dylan, Lynn, and Petty. So, yeah, no, it, it turned into a a very collaborative effort. But uh, yeah, so yes, that was their most successful single, right? And then they they also for the basic track with the acoustic guitars, they they had a a drum machine on. On Dylan's Ampex recorder, <laughs> must have been hanging out in the garage. 
Yes. <laughs> they, they basically put on a drum track <laughs> and, and recorded the recorded the basics of the song. Yep. So there we go. So kind of as almost as before, so Nelson Wilberry, which was George, he he's the lead in harmony vocals, acoustic and electric guitars, and slide guitar. Lefty, which is Roy, lead guitar, harmony vocals, and acoustic guitar. Lucky, which is Bob Dylan, lead in harmony vocals, acoustic guitar, and a little harmonica on there. And then Otis, uh, which is Jeff Lynn, harmony vocals, acoustic guitars, bass guitar, and he's actually credited for drums and cowbell on this song. So, and then there's Charlie uh, T. Wilbury Jr., which is Tom Petty. Harmony vocals, acoustic guitars. And then they had an additional uh, musician, which was Ian Wallace, played the Tom Toms. Indeed. He must have just been at the barbecue or something, I'm guessing. <laughs> he was just hanging <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> step on over. Ian, step on over here and play some Tom Toms. All right. That's right. We got to do that. No, so, um, you know, I, I tried to track down the lyrical meaning of this song, and it's like, well, you know, if you just look at the lyrics, well, the narrator is singing to a new lover. Hey, I've been beat up and battered around. Handle me with care. Um, everybody's got something to lean. Everybody needs somebody to lean on. So put your body next to mine and dream on. So in the end, he says, you know, the sweet smell of success. Okay, so we got this down. But then there are music writers that say, well, no, this is all about, um, it's about getting out of town under the shell of the 60s fallout, along with a strong theme of Survivor. And I'm like, I don't know. I think it's just about being in love. Yeah. Let's go with the first one. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm pretty good with that, you know. Don't don't overanalyze this. Right. So So yeah, so when Harrison presented a mix of Handle with Care to Warner Brothers, the company's executives insisted that track the track was too good to be used as filler on his European single. So Hmm. There you go. And that that led to the Wilburys. So, so um, Jeff Lynn recalls that as they traveled together to the video shoot, um, Orbison Roy Orbison kept the band entertained by reciting entire Monty Python comedy sketches by himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would have never guessed that about Roy, but <laughs> that sure makes me happy. And Jeff Lynn said he's got this most enormous and infectious giggle you've ever heard. And we'd all be giggling <laughs> like schoolgirls after a minute or two and fall about. <laughs> So, so apparently, uh, 
apparently Orbison had a pretty good memory for Monty Python stuff, but uh, which is funny because because George Harrison actually produced Life of Brian and and stuff early on. So, but uh, yeah. You think it's time for a break? Uh, yeah. Did you want to mention that? Uh... <laughs> sure. <laughs> hey, man. Wow. Shut up, mate. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Well, no, no, we'll end with this. Danny Harrison uh, sang Handle with Care as a featured guest during Jeff Lynn and ELO's tour of the U.S. in the summer uh, of 2019. Which I didn't know. And their their tour got delayed because of the whole coronavirus uh, stuff. Sure. Yeah. So now we can now outro. Now, now we can outro. And go. <laughs> I had to throw that one in there. Absolutely. Because <laughs> it's not because I know that, that dad wouldn't like it, but it's just like, it's part of the deal, you know? Right. It, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's Dylan getting his, his digs in there. And what I love so much about that song is that it, it takes so much of, um, Bruce Springsteen's lyrics and titles and throws them into a song. And he's like, I got you, man. <laughs> I can do this. I got you, boo. <laughs> so you got, oh man, you got, you got all kinds of locations and, and lyrics and stuff from Dylan or from uh, Springsteen songs just thrown into there. So you got Stolen Car, Mansion on the Hill, Thunder Road, State Trooper, Factory, The River. And uh and then Dylan did uh or um, Springsteen did uh um Tom Waits's Jersey Girl. That's also in there. So it's like and it's just like so I ha- I had to put this in here because <laughs> it's just so it's just so hilarious that he did all this so um according to George Harris and Tweeter and the Monkey Man was really written by Tom Petty and Bob Dylan and Jeff and and uh, George were just sitting on the side going okay yeah. We're sitting around the kitchen, and he was for some reason talking about all this stuff that didn't make much sense to me. 
you know, it was that Americana kind of stuff and uh, got a tape cassette and I put it, I put, I put the tape cassette on and then transcribed everything they were saying. So Harrison also recalled that he and Lynn had contributed the chorus beginning with the line and the walls came down based on an idea of Dylan's from the same tape. So they basically, they basically listened to, <laughs> to Dylan just spouting stuff out and they transcribed it <laughs> and they said, okay. <laughs> this is how we interpret this. <laughs> Bring the interpreter. Here's, here's how this goes down. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. And it's the. Uh... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you're you're up, man. All right. So it's the as far as the musicians, it's kind of the the normal uh, Wilburys. It's Lucky, which is Bob Dylan on lead vocals, acoustic guitar, backing vocals. Nelson, which is George Harrison, acoustic guitar, dobro, slide guitars, and backing vocals. Otis, which is Jeff Lynn, uh, acoustic guitar, bass guitar, keyboards, and backing vocals. And then Charlie T, which is Tom Petty, acoustic guitar, and backing vocals. Some additional musicians. We have Jim Keltner again, which is Buster on the drums. Jim Horn on the saxophone, <laughs> no pun intended. And Ray Cooper on percussion. Indeed. Yeah, so the the song is about like two drug dealers. You know, that's what the that's what the basic story is. Tweeter and the monkey man, they're two drug dealers. And uh the undercover cop and the cop's sister Jan. <laughs> and I'm like, this Marcia, is Marcia, totally Marcia. Marcia. Nope, this is Jan. <laughs> this this is totally a Dylan thing here. Oh man. <laughs> So, some of the lyrics imply that Tweeter was a trans woman. So, Tweeter was a Boy Scout before she went to Vietnam. <laughs> and some people have covered this song over the years, and then they changed those lyrics because they did, they wanted to take out the whole trans kind of thing. But um, I'm like, I don't think Dylan actually meant you to take that out. <laughs> I think that was probably probably part of the story. That was that was part of it. It's yeah, funny so. because when I when I heard this song for for some reason, I mean, I, I actually thought it was an old Bob Dylan song. And um, for a while on Sirius Radio, I, I have Tom Petty Radio, and they would play Tweeter. Uh, and I always, for some reason, I. I never really looked at, you know, who the artist was because I just figured it was a Bob Dylan song on, you know, because they'll play other artists on Tom Petty Radio, and I just thought it was a Bob Dylan song, and it is not. Well, surprise you. <laughs> surprise! <laughs> so, yeah, so um, I know there was a Canadian band that covered that, that and then they... Uh, they eliminated the whole transsexual part of it. They just, they changed the, the lyrics for that. The Headstones, I think that was who they were. But um, 
And then I know Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers covered the song quite a quite a few times because I think one of the times that I saw Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, they covered that song. So that was cool. That's cool. I can I can see Tom singing that. That's right down his alley. All right. So I I got. Uh, you ever heard of the Meteors? You know, I saw this and and I have not. I mean, not that I not that I know of. Go ahead. And- okay. So, well, fairly, fairly punk. And the, <laughs> the name of the album was International Super Bastard. So, <laughs> but, so I'll play you, I'll play you, I'll play you a bit of tweeter from him. I mean, he sounds a lot like Bob Dylan to me. He does. But, you know, when I I listen to those two tracks back to back and I'm like, actually, the the uh, the Wilburys version is much more mild (laughs) than than what that is. Well, that's true. true. (laughs) But I like it. yeah, no, I thought that I thought that was actually pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. so five minutes and twenty-seven seconds. This is the longest Wilbury song ever. <laughs> well, it's not like they had a lot of albums, but I mean, no, it was it was the longest, <laughs> the longest thing they ever did. Wow! And um, if, go ahead if you notice. If you notice too, there is no mention of Roy Orbison on this track. So. No, uh, actually, it's the only Woolbury song not to feature Roy Orbison because hmm. he, he was only around for volume well, one. But um, but uh, it's actually the only the only song on the first album that Roy is not on. So maybe he was busy. We don't know. All right, we're going to take a little break, and then I'm going to come back with some trivia that you have not even heard before. Never. (laughs) (laughs) We have never met before, and and I have no... (laughs) I've got no idea. Yes, I have no preconceived notion of it. For reasons unexplained, she loved the monkey man. Yes. We don't know why. <laughs> All right. You ready? Because I'm going to give you some stuff that you've never seen or heard before. 
I'm ready. There's a, there's a little bit of the same, you know, garbled latency stuff, but not nearly as bad as it used to be. So it's, Hmm. Well, we'll see what this, we'll see what this sounds like. Yeah. See, see how it tracks, I guess. Yep. All right. Um, All right, trivia. Hi, Which Will Berry song was supposed to be the B-side to George Harrison's Cloud Nine single, Get My Mind Set, Got My Mind Set on You? Okay, I can give you oh. choices. So, um, Well, let me... Uh... So let me... It, was suppo- it was supposed to be a B-side... And then, the line. It, then it, ah, uh, you're close, but that's not right. <laughs> Dang it. All right. What's my choices? Your choices are last night, handle with care, zigzag, and that's what it takes. Handle with care. It is handle with care. You got that. I went back okay. through my notes and I <laughs> read the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> So which of the following was not an alias of the five members of the band? Okay, so this was not one of their Wilbury names. All right. We got, we got Muddy Wilbury, Nelson Wilbury, Lefty Wilbury, and Sloppy Wilbury. Read those again. <laughs> Muddy, Nelson, Lefty, Sloppy. Dang it. Let's go with Sloppy. Yeah, Sloppy was not. All right. He was not an actual alias. All right. Okay, here's a true or false. So you got a 50% chance here. (laughs) Roy Orbison sang the lead vocals in only one song out of all the Wilburys albums. Yes, true. That's, That's true, yes. Yep. In fact, let's see here. Yep, he sang uh, the lead vocals on "Not Alone Anymore." That was his own, his only lead vocal thing. Okay, this is a dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Which two songs make reference to guitar maintenance because of the titles? I'm going to have to read this to you because otherwise it yeah. doesn't make sense. Okay. Which two songs make reference to guitar maintenance? So number choice number one is Maxine and Runaway. Choice two is End of the Line and Rattled. Choice three is Cool Dry Place and Handle with Care. And choice four is Last Night and Inside Out. Uh, the third one, handle with care and and cool dry place. Of course, cool dry place. There you go. You're right. Got a storm in the cool dry place, people. Just just pretend it's like some kind of food product that you store in a cool dry place. I don't know, potatoes. I don't know. Which music video was a tribute to Roy's death? Oh, handle with care, end of the line, inside out, or Wilbury twist. Um, handle with care. No, 
Nope. Hold on. Nope. Dang it. It's uh, end of the line. End of the line. There you go. Oh, that's a stupid question. I'm not going to ask that one. <laughs> yeah. Who who writes these things? <laughs> I don't know, man. People people just do this stuff. I'm like, what? What's wrong with you people? All right. Who is the only surviving Mulberry and still touring that has incorporated Handle with Care into his playlist? Your choices are wow. Bob Dylan, Tom Petty, Jeff Lynn, or no one. Ooh. I bet you Jeff Lynn does that. He actually doesn't. So it's actually no what? one. Yeah, because yeah, I know Bob doesn't, but or didn't think Bob did. No. No, it's not a Bob thing. It's not a Bob thing. Oh, this is a dumb question too. One, another <laughs> dumb question? We're going to have to fire our writers. <laughs> In the music video for End of the Line, what kind of train engine is pulling the car that the Wilburys are in? A diesel engine, a steam engine, an electric train, or a hydrogen-powered engine? Well, that's not stupid, because I don't know if I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, that's that's what that's what makes us stupid, though. Hmm. You know, I want to say electric train, but it's probably going to be the steam train. It's a steam. It's a steam engine. Yep. Nope. That's it. That's it, people. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you want to know more about this stuff, look it up online. Because <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> the internet, the internet's is full of stuff. <laughs> it's it's full of something lately. Yes, <laughs> that's no joke. That's no joke. That's no joke. All right, dude. All right. Thank you, everybody. Well, it's it's good to do it again. It is in a. Remember, you, you can always go to songsyoushouldknow.com and, uh, yeah, you can go yeah. there because <laughs> basically because we have no sponsors, so please go there. Yeah. Why, why don't you go there? Just listen to yeah. us. That's all. That's all that matters. That's it. Roll it, baby.